Hi everyone, and welcome to What's Design Anyway. I'm Daniela Sachs, founder of Impactful Design Studio. If you're wondering what on earth design means, what it's got to do with anything, how to use it, or how to find your place within it, you're in the right spot. Join me as I delve into all of these topics and more with an incredibly interesting, inspiring, and intriguing lineup of guests. Hey everyone, and welcome to today's episode, which is called Don't Call It Design. So today I am bringing you Danang Fustemans, um, who unfortunately has had to live through the trauma and anxiety of me refinding my feet and identity as a designer, as well as the launch of this podcast. And at the end of it all, his opinion on design is that the biggest problem is that we shouldn't be calling it design to begin with. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Um, to give you a bit of context, um, Dee works in business development and strategy. So he sits on the other side of the table. However, I would argue that what he actually does is business design, but we'll hear more about that directly from the horse's mouth. So a couple of weeks ago, I was knee deep um, in my research for this podcast, and I think I was probably going on like a bit of a broken record um, about design um, and having all of these design aha moments and like, you know, really like getting my hands dirty, like digging in and getting quite excited. Um, And you turned around to me at dinner and you were like, can you just stop calling it design? Because that word is so alienating and actually so elitist um and i said to you well what do we call it then like you know there's such a problem around design terminology and because you come from a business you know business development and strategy point of view like i would really love to understand your view um on this concept and and what this terminology design means to you in your space um and that's why i was like i have to have you on and let's turn this conversation into a podcast because i think it's something everybody else will find pretty interesting as a discussion so thank you (laughs) for uh, being subjected to being my uh, second guest on my podcast oh thanks for having me and um yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about the price later. <laughs> but I think what pushes me away from the word design is the fact that there's a, obviously a trend in the last years where everything is something design or design something. And I really think it, by using this word, it almost tries to create this shroud of mystery around what it is that's being done around it. 
whether it's basically the act of creating something, which is what design is, is going into something, I think, and coming up with a plan and trying to execute upon the plan and create an outcome or an object, which is what the design is ultimately. So whether it's a verb or a noun. Um, but by creating the shroud of mystery and around it, in my opinion, kind of pushes people away from it. And if you take what it is you're doing and you, I wouldn't say make it more transparent, but almost democratize it, that makes it, I think, more clear to people what the outcome and the benefit is of what is being done and makes it much more palatable. Exactly. Mm. So, I mean, it's, it's, really, it's really interesting because, you know, bef- design has taken such a, a central role in business and in a way we have IDEO to, to really thank for that. Um, you know, as, as much as I um, dislike um, design thinking, they really did revolutionize um, the role that design played in business. Um, but it seems to me unfortunate that in the integration of design into business, that when you are creating a, a consulting role, you do you you want to build in in the mystification because if you made it easy and made people recognize how easy they could do it they wouldn't need to pay for design thinking consultants to run their design sprints for them um so in a way the mystification makes sense and it's something that all you know big consulting houses do you know they have their methodologies and there's 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 a mystification around it, which is why they are worth the amount of money that you're paying for them. When, I mean, the, the big question is, especially when you look at the realm and yeah, you, you look at how many different sectors now have design after them that have popped up, which is in a way, I think the, the digitalization, because you've got experience design, user design, accessibility design, but you also now, and I don't know when it happened when you went from business development to business design and having business designers. No, but I think for, that is for me, it's just a term by itself and it's potentially a personal allergy of mine. That's why I pushed it away. Where did it come from, the, your personal allergy? I don't know. It's just hearing all these, as I said, it's, it's more of a, when you hear something that is, I would say, just a step of, logical thinking and a bit of problem solving and somehow the idea that it's wrapped in design and I guess it's also the fact that we often mistake design as something that is by definition also artistic that could be it Mm. whether it's to design something for me I'd probably prefer to use the word yeah let's create something or We'll create a design. No, it's a plan. So it's just personal choice of words, I guess. So I mean, it's so interesting, and I think like that's like that. That was a bit of the motivation of creating this podcast because 
it's it's kind of like a nebulous area it's like it's pretty murky because you know there, there are lots of, of synonyms that that you can use so the question is well what is then design like you're designing a plan mm -hmm. you could argue but it what and in a way it's recognizes the similarities and the role that design plays in in strategy and business development in terms it sounds like you're saying the act of problem solving mm -hmm. road mapping mm -hmm. so this kind of like identifying uh the path or a road map exactly from like a to b to c like is that is that a good definition a bad definition no i think it's i mean <laughs> Right before this podcast, I was trying to think about, hey, what does the word design actually mean with yeah. the same journey you did? And maybe I did a little bit too much quick research on it, which is always confuses your standpoint. But I found a really good definition, which by a guy named Koos Loistein, where he says, a design is a plan to make something new for people that they perceive as beneficial. It's what I would call creating value. But again, you would say design. And again, it's a personal choice of words. And for me, I don't know, as I said, it's just, you hear the word design so much, it becomes a buzzword. Mm -hmm. With any buzzword, for me, it creates a certain allergy. Yeah. And hence, with buzzwords and trends, what do you do with it? You become so much out of it, you, it, it either dies off because people just get don't see the value of it mm -hmm. or it's kind of a way to wrap something that's as I said for me it's like also the concept of like are you taking something that is so almost self-evident to quite a few people mm -hmm. and just wrap it in a different package so I mean, there there are so much in that that I want to come back to. Um, at, at so many trajectories we could take right now that it's almost difficult to to choose just one. Um, but the, it seems that what you're saying is that design is almost at a crossroads. That in the business realm, like design has become such a buzzword that it's almost going to design itself out of existence excuse the poor human people but it is i mean it's, it's this huge question like you know when you have something that that you start to get an allergic reaction about in the business realm it doesn't bode well for something called like when the word <laughs> makes you kind of throw up in your mouth so i mean that's that's the question like you know where to for design because on the one hand there's an allergy to what has become a buzzword and on the other hand what you seem to be describing is how integral design is to business is to strategy is to um, so many different aspects and facets of business so where to from here no, and I think the activity itself does touch into all facets of business, as you said so nicely. 
whether it's strategy, whether it's operations, whether it's actually to a certain extent anything, uh, supply chain, IT, I guess even, yeah, definitely innovation. So where to go from here? Well, I don't know. I think you'll see different schools of thought in that sense that with design as a, as a buzzword, hopefully dying off, you'll actually, I don't know where we will go, but you'll, you'll see different elements of, I don't know, actually. Perhaps the democratization of design. You know, if it's something that is uh, done uh, in different ways, in different parts of, of the business, um, and we come in and we say, well, this is design, um, and then either cannibalize everything else's design is one way of doing it, and uh, the other way is to create more silos, and the other way is to democratize it in a way to recognize that there's a there's a problem solving and a problem naming skill set that goes with um, creating strategies or creation or optimization or innovation or all mm. of these things. Um, and that is kind of not owned by the, the fancy and shining lights word design, but there's a concept that, that part of what we all do, what mm. everybody does, there is design. So, no, it is a, it is it's, okay. If we if we look at it, there are certain ways, I guess, within business. I mean, if you look in the last few decades, there was the influence of engineering. So you had lean, Six Sigma, all based from production and factory and it and efficiencies. Now you have this wave of what I would call the creativity, which you said design. Because if you hear the word design, there is, an, to me, an inherent element of creativity with it, mm -hmm. or almost artistic. So, you know, let's call it, it's not, an, it's not a science, it's an art, that type of thinking. Mm -hmm. So what is the next wave? I, I can't tell you could be actually it could be what you're doing which is the element of creating purpose if you look at a lot of companies you're seeing more and more efforts around promoting a purposeful brand or mission to basically connect easier to the consumer that we have companies that are more focused on their core values where potentially profit or even shareholder return is almost a secondary rather than a priority. And that could be it. That could be the next mm -hmm. wave. What it'll be called, not sure yet, but I'm sure if we have the same discussion in a few years time, I'll probably vomit in my mouth again. <laughs> But yeah, but that is this 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 current wave right now. 
Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting for because to me, what I'm seeing in the current wave right now is a bit of a, a disconnect. And I, I almost call it a design disconnect, but I don't want you to throw up too many times in your mouth in, in one podcast recording. Um, but it is this, you know, um, this you get what you design for. So when we, we're putting systems into place, strategies into place, uh, operational efficiencies, like you can only get the outputs based on how well you've designed the system to produce those outputs. They're not going to happen by default. And what's interesting to me and perhaps a little bit sad about, about purpose and where that's going now is that you're seeing it already become a buzzword before it started. Um, because it's almost like if you have a purpose, you know, you're gonna have an impact by default where it's this um you know this the kind of strategic systems thinking of kind of now stitching that together with your operations with your efficiencies with your supply chain with your sustainability which needs to that whole system needs to kind of come into being it's it's about embedding your values across your own value chain in that Mm. sense Mm, nice and then design is about creating shared value or about creating creating value creating value so there's a really interesting intersect there no there is an interesting in- intersect so what i mean by betting your values is you can have a purpose f- as a company mm-hmm. i mean you have the mission vision which is to a certain extent part of your purpose yeah but how do you How do you, I was going to use the word design. You're welcome to use the word design. Uh, Please do, I won't hold it against you. How do you design? No, buddy, how do you align every aspect of your organization to serve the same purpose? Yeah. So not only your strategy, but also your organization. Mm -hmm. And your organization, not only in terms of your processes, but again, your people. How do you attract the right talent to further your purpose but also do you classify what type of people you want to work for your company again do you want people to work in your organization that also believe in the same purpose because that's where you create a lot of strength and And again potentially retention also retention then then you talk about upstream as well Mm mm-hmm when you talk about your suppliers, do you want them to also share the same values and per- and also be part of your purpose as mm-hmm. well? So by doing this, you embed your whole values within it and kind of basically align the whole organization that, the, that lives up to its purpose. And therefore, your customers, your consumers, if they are also looking at that aspect mm-hmm. or, at, yeah, they also want to engage with you. They want to do business with you. They want to buy from you. It's a differentiator. It is a differentiator. And that's what potentially you're seeing more and more. Mm. No, it's, it's, really, it's really interesting. And I think perhaps um, one of the shifts is kind of this uh, formulaic type design thinking in inverted commas. Um, 
which has resulted in in this kind of buzzword uh, around it, moving to more of a, a systems type thinking, which is another buzzword. It's a problem with terminology um, because also these things can mean so many different things to different people. You know, when I speak about design versus someone from an engineering background or a business background, um, we use the same words and often use them to mean very different things. But it seems it seems to be like one of the major shifts and perhaps this is where I think design's gonna play an even more integral role um, in business is that instead of having kind of these silos, there's there's really a need to integrate if you're talking about creating shared value, right? across an organization upstream and downstream, there's there's a much more plus to customers. There's almost like, you're almost talking about a, like creating a, a system to like, you're almost, you're tying everything together. So it's a ecosystem. more, it's an ecosystem type thinking. Yeah. No, it is. And it's not only within your organization, but it's also outwards. Um, so, I mean, we talk about that, but we're delving here completely is that within the ecosystem, what's interesting, what I always like to imagine is where everyone has a role in it and you can do everything together from innovation to uh, co-creation, but that roles can switch as well. Mm. That you have the tradition, that your customer can become your supplier and vice versa. Because at the end of the day, you kind of create an ecosystem for a particular business model or even particular challenge or even particular purpose. Mm. And that, yeah, you see that. and Or everyone will start taking little bits and bites out of each other in terms of stakes. But yeah, let's not go there. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's... It's really, it's going to be, I think, a very, a very interesting evolution um, of design and, and like, the, I'm fascinated um, and I have a feeling on this podcast we're going to be uh, delving uh, quite a bit into the, the concept of how, like, design and ecosystem design as one of the facets and, and what does that, what does that mean? Um, how does design even fit into that? Um, it's not that we're just trying to cannibalize everything by putting the word design after it or before it. Um, but it is kind of, yeah, it's, it's kind of this evolution um, that we're seeing. And I think it's, it's an interesting crossroads, but I think there definitely are signposts that are definitely pointing to that as the next evolution in business. Absolutely. I mean, and... I think I, we'll all have different opinions on it. I'm sure if we you speak to your next guest uh, speaker at some point, he'll completely take a different stance on this. But I think right now this this is where at least from a, from a from a consumer facing business point of view, mm-hmm. I think you're seeing this trend rising. Mm. Yeah, it's it's um, really, really interesting. Um, and that's what I love about having these conversations is that 
you know, we, we can start off discussing how a word makes you kind of like throw up in your mouth and it being a complete buzzword and how we need to kind of stop using uh, elitist terminology um, and end up really looking at, I think, perhaps one of the most powerful ways we're going to uh, bring in more democratized design um, more inclusive design, which is perhaps through this type of ecosystem approach um, that we're moving into. Um, and what's always fun about these conversations that, that, you know, because it's not your traditional interview, you never, there's not that planned path from A to B, like a, a good roadmap strategy. It's a much more <laughs> design-based approach of like, you know, questioning, re-questioning, going like, what if, but what but why? Uh, what if we looked at it differently? Um, so thank you for coming on the, the journey with me and kind of delving into why the word design, um, you know, is, uh, is a buzzword that many people in business uh, despise and perhaps a pathway to uh, a brighter, more democratic and inclusive uh, future for design. Oh, well, thank you for having me. And I think for every one person that dislikes word design, I'm sure there'll be at least another one who will embrace it. Yeah, well, I think it, there's, the, there's a lot to do with how we define it. And I think the more that we can show that there is space for people to own their own definition and own their own entry point and their own role um, in this massive realm, um, which is regardless of having ever studied design, um, I think that that's how, you know, how we're going to kind of shift it um, for more people to be able to identify with design rather than in the antithesis to design and really being able to confidently say, this is my definition, this is what I do. Um, and I hope this podcast kind of, you know, goes some way into creating more space um, in the industry, more space for conversations and more space to interrogate um, the concept of design and the practice. No, absolutely. And I think I must say that since you brought up this idea and that we've been recording this podcast, I am actually more open to the idea of like the word design. But let's put it this way. At least I won't vomit as quickly in my mouth. <laughs> At least I've achieved something. <laughs> well done. Thank Thanks you. for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being on. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of What's Design Anyway. If this tickled your synapses, be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app and on at What's Design Anyway so that you don't miss the next juicy episode. Don't forget to go to the show notes to get more info about our guest and links of where to find them. And also special shout out goes to Cabalistic Village for the awesome music.